0: Jerry. Oh, thanks for introducing yourself. As if you need, as if you need it anyway. That's Jerry over there on the other side. I talked her into coming in today and not always easy to get you in here.
1: No, nope. it's it, very hard to get me in here. In It fact. takes yeah. me
0: months. It takes me months of just begging. And finally, then, then my begging just works like one day. Finally. Okay, I'll do it. Really? Oh, wow. Okay. Is that what I said? Yeah. Yeah. You said, yeah, you said you would do it. Then you not say you would do it? You said you would do it. I you're said, here. okay. Okay. Well, that's the same thing. Interpret it as I'll do it. Fine. Tomorrow morning. Yes, I'll come in there. You beg me enough. I feel bad enough for you. I'm going to come in. No, I do appreciate it, actually. So, we're going to talk about Jesus Christ dying on the cross and mm-hmm. really how he felt abandoned. Fortunately, God mm-hmm. never abandons us. And also just overcoming that sense of loneliness because sometimes I think people do feel abandoned. I think they do feel yeah. pretty lonely, but
1: Absolutely. here
0: he is a part of the world, he's on the cross. Now, what happened was he got put on that cross at nine o'clock in the morning. Now, I don't know how exactly they are, but that's what it says. You know what I'm saying? It's like nine right. o'clock, he's on the cross. And then at noon, there's three hours of darkness. And then what we're gonna talk about now happened at three o'clock. So he's been six hours on the cross. And he says this, about three in the afternoon, Christ, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lemma sabachthani, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? I think, I mean, I've been reading these accounts, and this seems to me like one of the most repeated comments that he makes. Mm -hmm. You know, some you'll get, it is finished, and, you know, forgive them for they know not what they do. But this one here, this is all over, like, pronounced, highly bolded, that he says this. And he's actually quoting... Hebrew and Aramaic, and he's quoting from Psalm 22, 1, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me so far from the cries of my anguish? That's a quote. So when he says Eli, Eli, or Eloi, Eloi, however they say it, L in Hebrew is the word for God. Right. Mm-hmm. The Y at the end of it, the Y sound is my. So my God, my God, why are you forsaking me? So he's quoting.
1: Mm-hmm. I think this is probably would have to be the most difficult point on the cross for Jesus. Even though he's going through all the physical pain and the emotional anguish, this feeling of being forsaken by his father, God, who he has this intimate close relationship right. and now he feels rejected right because he's taking on the sins of the world would right. have to be devastating I,
0: I think i think everything i mean he's been through i mean he has a disciple that's already denied him three mm-hmm. times he's he's in the garden these guys come to arrest him in the garden he puts back on the ear that peter lops off and they still don't get it even when he said when they said who are you looking for in the one account of the bible he says i am he and they all fall backwards no right. one gets it. Maybe we should leave this guy alone. Like maybe we should not be touching Jesus Christ. But they rejected him. They abandoned him. The religious leadership abandons right. They put him out there on a cross. Now he feels like God's abandoning him. Abandoning him. It's been three hours now yeah. of darkness. Like the sun's not shining at noon. This is weird. It's like eclipse stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think it's like totally, totally, really outrageous. Yeah, people aren't odd. like, "Why
1: are we killing this guy?" Right. Yeah, it's crazy
0: it would be eerie beyond eerie. I've mm-hmm. been we've been out there where we had a 70% eclipse a couple years ago, yeah, actually was a weird next feeling. year. Yeah. Next year I think is we get Ohio gets to see a total eclipse of the sun.
1: If it's not song? cloudy like
0: today. I am just waiting to get there where there's <laughs> going to be all this hype for months that we get an eclipse and we're going to go outside and it's going to be cloudy. So <laughs> I <laughs> even got to see it. Yeah. It is April after all, so hopefully we will. But it's weird. It's weird when yeah, it gets dark really in the day, bad. and this would be a weird thing for them to experience and to see at this time. So he's taking on. When I think of him feeling forsaken in that sense of my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? I'm going to assume, yeah, God's not there right now. God has turned his back right now because he's actually paying for the sins of the world. Mm-hmm. And it says in Romans six twenty three that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Mm-hmm. That death there is not just physical death, that's eternal death, that's separation from God. And when it says that he paid for our sins, he paid the eternal separation part. Not eternally, but he was separated, his spirit right. from God, the Father, which would be a tear, which would be horrendous, which would be painful and agonizing, and he cries out right there, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me?
1: Yeah, it's a devastating point where he's taking on all of our sin and that separates him from God.
0: Right, right. What
1: we deserve. We deserve that separation, but he took it.
0: It must have been something. I mean, they ran right up to him, like, with the sponges and stuff. Hey, take Mm -hmm. a drink. You know, they, like, maybe Elijah's going to come. You know, they hear it. I don't even know if they totally understand what exactly he's saying because they they think something that he says there, they're thinking Elijah. So let's see if Elijah comes and takes him down. But there was a certain amount of – emotion and a certain amount of anguish in this that it really kind of I don't know if it reawakens or this crowd is hey 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 did you just hear that you know what I mean so they're running up to him they're they're wondering what's going to happen so it was just that anguish but when I look at Christ I look at yeah well that was part of the job for him was to walk that he did walk that alone
1: yeah he did no one could bear it Right, but him.
0: right. he did. And mm-hmm. sometimes the paths that we're, we're called to walk in obedience to Christ, yeah, that, that stuff's going to be alone. Mm-hmm. You know, there there may not be, that's, that's kind of part of it. And we have to be willing to walk alone. It's sad sometimes, like I feel sorry for Christ, you know, that he feels so alone, but there are times, you know, we are, you yeah. know, that we kind of do feel alone, don't you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, there are times if you're standing for uh, what's right, or you're uh, standing against a wrong situation, right. you know what I mean? You can get big time rejected right. by people and you know, maybe falsely accused by people that think you're not saying the right thing because they don't know details or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And But you still have to do what... You know, is right before the Lord. People and don't care
0: about details. People they don't care, care about, about truth. what's salacious. <laughs> That's what they care about. Yeah. <laughs> they care about whatever
1: is dark. It doesn't
0: have to be true. I've heard plenty of things that are repeated that weren't even close to the truth. Right? They make They literally make it up in this world. Mm-hmm. But you're right. I mean, if you're doing the right thing, sometimes you get even more slander coming your way absolutely because you're like they were slandering christ on the cross the mm-hmm. criminal was the word is blaspheme like the, he was yep. blaspheming christ on the cross the one is sticking up for jesus the other is slandering christ mm-hmm. right what do you know right you know what i'm saying what do you know about it you know <laughs> they're they're busy slandering christ and like i said sometimes you are going to have that sense of being alone and uh i think of times we renovated our house you know there were times we had helped like the paint part and then the first mm-hmm. week of digging out the crawl space yep and in the 10 months whatever between then and
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was a long road it was a long road right <laughs> and
0: you knew but you knew it and that was okay like mm-hmm. we knew no this is a path you walk alone. this is yep. a path where it's too big of a job for people it's to wrap their minds around yep. there's no way mm-hmm. people can you know come walk you don't know what the end game is you're just you know you're going to be alone on it you know mm-hmm. it's okay Yep. Sometimes, what you're called to do, you're going to be alone. You know, you might be called to be. You know, you're called to be that honest person at work. You're called to be the person who's working mm-hmm. hard. Sometimes no one else is. You're alone, and you have to be okay with that. Yes, yeah. I can. You do have something. to
1: know the path that you're on is the right path, and that gives you, I think, more strength to stand to it. You know? Right.
0: And sometimes we feel alone. We're not as alone as we really think we are. Like Elijah, when he felt like he was alone and he said, God, I'm the only one who has a bowed my need to bail. And God's like, well, there's 7,000 others. I mean, you're yeah. not the only one. I know you feel that way. Right. And sometimes I know we feel like we're the only one doing the right thing. We feel like mm-hmm. we're the only one who's gone through this. We feel like we're the only one who's experienced the things that we're mm-hmm. experiencing. In most cases... You're, you're not, not alone so. as you think you are. Actually. Yeah.
1: I was saying that even like when you're talking about parenting last week and just talking to some parents after, and it's like, you're not alone. You know, everyone goes through these things and that's where we're there for each other, you right. know, to give strength and encouragement on the
0: path. Right. But when Christ, you think about the aloneness and you guys might be thinking, nah, nah, you know, nah. we're told to take up our cross and follow Christ.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Yep. We're told to pick it up. Christ picked up the cross he carried that cross he felt forsaken there now christ really was forsaken because of our sins he had done nothing yes. wrong mm-hmm. he really was so it was total alone and he felt it but if i'm going to pick up my cross and follow christ that may be called at times like i'm i'm the only one in that area right now that's carrying that cross like i'm the only one who's doing what i'm doing right now right And, again, you have to be willing because it's part of cross-bearing at times. Not always. I mean, not every day. But there are just times where you're going to be like, hey, that's how it is.
1: Yeah, different situations, different points in our lives – we right. have different struggles of aloneness.
0: Right. Well, you think of the peer pressure. I mean, just peer pressure alone. I yeah. mean, you are in high school and you try to stand up and do the right thing and people are making fun of you and calling you names and goody two shoes, yeah. the chicken, the whatever. And and you may feel like, golly days, like I'm the only one here that wants to do the right thing. I'm the only one here that that's okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what? In the end, it's worth it. <laughs> it's yep. worth it. It's a lonely path sometimes. You know, you're going to find yourself on on the outskirts of it all. I think sometimes people doing the wrong thing puts them on a lonely, like the prodigal yeah. son. He was doing the wrong stuff, and he got to that point of aloneness. He returned to the father. His yep. real father, he returned to his heavenly father, too. But that guy was, man, by the time that was all said and done, he had gotten so involved. I've heard people's testimony. They got so into sin, so into addiction. They were all alone out there. Oh, yeah. You know Everyone what I'm saying?
1: from you. Because of yeah. sin, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Christ was alone because he was dealing with our sin. Sometimes when we're dealing with our sin, it puts us that way, too. And that's yeah. something where I would say, I would avoid that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I would avoid those things. And if you feel like you're forsaken, sometimes it would be a good question to ask ourselves, well, why? Because he says, God, why have you forsaken me? All right. Well, if you're in that situation, maybe we should ask why.
1: Yeah. Is this something I did right. or is this something that's outside my control? Right. Right.
0: Yeah. Because Jesus Christ came to reconcile us, to remove the barrier between, because sin does separate, clearly, Mm -hmm. it does. It does. Christ taking on the sins in a real way, like a real fashion, not just theoretically bearing our sins. He he actually did it on the cross. Mm -hmm. Sins past, present, future. Every rape, every addiction, every lie, everything, every murder coming on Christ at that time. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I mean, that's a staggering amount. That did create a barrier between him and God. Now, he paid it. He was restored, obviously, he's sitting at the right hand of God. So that was taken care of with his death on the cross. I, as a sinner, may have distance between myself and God Am I, if I'm doing things that are wrong, like mm-hmm. the prodigal son, if yep. I've walked away. I may have put myself in that situation. I have to ask myself, well, why do I feel that way? Well, Bill, because you've... You know, you're, you're doing this, 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 this. That's why you don't have that closeness, you know, mm-hmm. that you need to have. So sometimes I think it, it behooves us to make a move closer to God.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I think sometimes, too, um, speaking of aloneness, people that have been sinned against in some way can feel alone, too. Right. Like, you know, I have. I remember speaking with someone who, you know, it was abused as a child and things like that. And they just said, you know, where was God? when i was going through this and we just talked about how when jesus died on the cross and he took our sins he felt everything you felt i mean he knows exactly how you felt he felt it for you on the cross and took that and just knowing that we have someone that can sympathize with what we go through right is awesome give you that
0: comfort I would agree. I would, I would avoid the things that create the distance. I would do things mm-hmm. in my own life. Like sometimes you may legit be walking a path away from your family because you chose to. Yes. It's your own bad attitude. It's your own choices. It's gotten you in a place where you're alone. Now, coming to Christ, making amends for those kind of things, you can heal that. But you got to make steps, like continuing on in a certain behavior, you know, and creating an aloneness, I don't think would be a good thing.
1: No, it's not. And we have to be humble, Mm -hmm. you know, and realize our part in the situation. Right. And make amends where you can.
0: Right. Right. Because I can't be close to somebody like you're, you're looking at some of these people going through abuse or whatever. Like I can't be close to a liar. I can't be close to somebody who's, you know, doing things that are wrong and evil, like Yeah, well, how can we be friends? Like, we're not even going down the same path. You know what I mean? So get it together. So I appreciate Christ. Like, when he felt that aloneness, it was because of me. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: It was because of us. Yeah. That he felt that. You know what I'm saying? Because he didn't do anything. Even the criminal said, this guy did nothing wrong. Mm -hmm. He does not deserve to be here. We deserve to be here. He does not deserve to be here. So he took that on. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Good question. Because of us. Mm -hmm. That's why.
1: How much more we should appreciate what he did for us, how he took that, because we deserve that death on the cross. We deserve the anguish. We deserve everything that he went through, but he took it for us. Right. It's amazing.
0: So it's an anguish. So I think Mm -hmm. I appreciate, you know, I appreciate what Christ did for us. I realize there are times when I am called to, sometimes in doing the right thing is Mm aloneness. Sometimes in doing the wrong things is aloneness. I created it, right? right? I mean, there are different ways you can feel alone in mm-hmm. this world. Sometimes you feel abandoned. Sometimes you feel rejected. Sometimes, hey, you come to, like you said, Christ knows that. He's been through that. He's experienced. So we can bring all these things, no matter what path we're on or how we feel or why we feel it, either way, we can come to Christ. Mm-hmm. I'm away because I'm in darkness. Come to Christ. I feel alone because I'm doing the right thing. Lean on Christ. Yep. No, no matter what, what the reason is, yep. I can come to the one who felt ultimately alone, Jesus Christ, and understands yep. it. Because like you said, he's my sympathetic high priest. And I would encourage people in this, when you feel alone, have confidence in God. Because mm-hmm. Hebrews 13, 5 says, keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have. Because God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. I'm not going to forsake you. I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to abandon you. This is an Old Testament principle that comes back from Deuteronomy 31, where God told them, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. So that's one of the first times in the Bible where that comes to play. Mm-hmm. You have David in Psalm 37, 25. I was young, now I'm old. You know, I've never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging bread. I've never seen it. I've never seen the righteous forsaken.
1: Yeah. God is, he's so dependable. Right. You know, we're so undependable. God's so dependable. He's so dependable. I mean, can come to him no matter what. He is always there.
0: Right. But here's the staggering thing. Now, when you think about that, Psalm 37, 25, I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Mm-hmm. You think about how unfair it was for Christ to feel forsaken. forsaken.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He was the righteous who died, according to the first Peter three 18, for the unrighteous. He did everything right. And he felt forsaken, so unfair. Like when he was, and we've always known it was unfair. Yeah. Like his sins, his righteousness coming to me, my sins going to him. Never been yeah, a fair transaction. No. It's all about grace and mercy, and I appreciate God for it. But I also appreciate the fact that in my world, I'm not. I don't have to bear the sins of the world. Mm -hmm. I don't have to carry the weight. Sometimes I think that we are trying to carry weight we shouldn't be carrying. We're trying to carry weight. We're trying to carry the burdens of people and the problems in the world, and we're Mm -hmm. feeling and sensing it deeply. That's on Christ. Mm -hmm. Christ is the one who took that. There have been times in my life where I've had to turn it over to the Lord. I realized, man, I was never built to carry these burdens, the burdens of the sadness that I see because people are making bad decisions. Mm -hmm the sadness that I saw because of broken relationships, the weight that I felt. And I realized one day it was actually, man, that had to be in the first five, six years of our ministry here. And I remember, Bill, you can't carry this. Like you're trying to carry a weight you were never intended to carry. Mm-hmm. And I remember it making a decision on that day. You have to turn these things over to God. Like you have to let God take care of these because you cannot. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you can do. You have to be able to sleep at night. You have to be able to... Be at peace and function, and I couldn't. I was getting to that point where it was getting harder to function because I was so upset with what was going on, and I I just had to turn over to God, and all those things worked out. Like mm-hmm. God took care of all those things. God took care of us, and you know we saw changes in people's lives. You know it was just with that moment. It was the heaviness. You know God God rectified those things.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, God is amazing. Right. You can handle stuff that, you know, we try to handle it on our own so many times. And if we would just right off the bat, turn it over to the Lord, it right. would make things so much better.
0: So my question is, as yeah. we wrap things up, you know, where's God been there for you? You know, so if we, if God says, I will never forsake you, I will never leave you. Then from the practical practical perspective, where have we seen that?
1: I think we see it in... Um, I think of like even vindication, you know, where there have been situations way in the past, you know, in our lives where, you know, there are false accusations and God takes care of it. You know, God vindicates, God exposes, you know, lies and reveals truth.
0: Well, one of the the least fun things, yeah, going Mm -hmm. on that light of what you're saying, I think one of the least fun things in my life is where I feel like I'm the one who just got dumped on. (laughs) I've done nothing wrong. I'm the one that's getting dumped on and blamed at the same time. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, so you're the victim and the one getting blamed for it at the same time. And you're like, I wasn't anywhere close to this. Right. I have absolutely Mm -hmm. nothing to do with this, but I'm the, I'm the, yeah, it was like, it was crazy. Yeah. That's Christ. Mm -hmm. That's Christ. That's what he went, he's the innocent. Like, he didn't
1: do anything. But he's getting blamed for everything.
0: He's, he's the victim and the one getting blamed at the same time. Yeah, I mean, that happens. So we take those things. But, yeah, God is taking care of those things. I think provision. Mm-hmm. I think our home. I think uh, the love that you experience from other people. I think the friends that you have. I think answer to prayers. Like all those times when I felt like God hasn't abandoned me. Like, no, yeah. he didn't abandon us. Mm-hmm. Like, it was okay. You know what I mean? We made it. We got through. We've been through tough times. But it's all right. God, God always, is always brings there. you
1: through, and it's always positive. Better in the end.
0: I don't think I've ever felt abandoned, actually. Mm-hmm. I mean I felt alone on paths at times. Like yeah. I've definitely felt like you're alone, but I've never, never felt abandoned. And I think by that's God. normal, but yeah. I don't no, I don't think I've ever felt like I was abandoned by God ever. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever ha- I've never had to go through what Christ is going through here on the cross, mm-hmm. where he was really the sin bearer. I think this is a super unique Experience and the only way that a person is ever going to experience this being forsaken is for them not to believe in Jesus Christ to go into eternity and face that eternal death. The wages of sin is death. If you face it, this is where you're going to be. Mm -hmm. You're going to be at this place. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? The reason I've forsaken you is you didn't believe in Jesus. Yeah, the reason I forsake you that's why I've forsaken you. You, the only way to actually ever be there is not to believe in Jesus Christ, show up at that great white throne judgment and find yourself in a lake of fire. Scary that place. is the only way, seriously, that is the only way you're ever gonna experience this kind of aloneness. Aside right. from that, in this world, I've never had to feel what Christ had to feel here, mm-hmm. ever. And I appreciate that God never forsakes us, that he never leaves us, that he's always there. Like Jesus Christ said, I will be with you till the end of the age.
1: I love too, he desires that everyone comes to repentance, that right. everyone you know, receives this from Where him.
0: two or three are gathered in my name, mm. there I am in the midst of you, right? Yep. He's always there. So that's my confidence, right? My confidence is this, times I feel alone, God's going to be there. So know this, you're not alone. God has not forsaken you. You're not abandoned. It'll be okay. You know, we just come to, as Jerry has nicely pointed out today, you know, we come to our sympathetic high priest. So we hope that you've had a blessed, have a blessed and awesome week,